Hey, welcome to Fellas Podcast, where your intellectual winners come to pod. You got your boy Standout. Daddy B in the building. Big Hunk in the house. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Nah, we good, good. Doing good, good, man. Doing good. Yeah, yeah I don't look good. Now oh, I'm doing with y'all. Go check a mirror out, homie. You got your boy Standout here from Carson, California. Repping Vegas right now. Been here for 14 years. Doing a damn thing. Yeah, you, you good. Know, you're smooth criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Super smooth. Yeah. You're yeah. Smooth, funny guy. <laughs> yeah, and it's your boy Danny B in the building from Chicago, Southside. Moved around a lot, been to different places, but finally called Vegas home. Yeah, it's Big Unk in the house. Las Vegas, Nevada. By the way of CRC, California. What you know about that, Danny? Not a goddamn thing. The only Carson I know is Carson Perry Scott. Oh, <laughs> you way enough to step foot in Carson. Oh, see, he'll, trust me, I ain't trying to step foot a over there. A lot of greats came out of Carson, Danny. I never heard of him. Oh, shots fired. Like, it's a handicap like match. Handicap match. <laughs> Two on one. Almost. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know Chicago wasn't that interesting growing up, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about Carson growing up since you don't know, right? Mm, history lesson. Yeah, I'm going to do a little history lesson. You know, we come from a, a real, real diverse place. Sexy women. You know, a lot of people have uh, good jobs and careers and all that stuff. We got the pool. We have one of the best uh, Pop Warner teams that there is in the land at the time when I was growing up. We had uh, whack malls, but a good high school. You know, we was, we was the shit. Um, you know, it was an extension of LA County. Uh, where you, winners is one. <laughs> what more can I say? Yeah, I feel you, V. Well, you know, Chicago is more like the neighborhood hero type city where you have a lot of local city stars, you know, some that made it out, you know, some that didn't quite make it, but they're still doing positive things for their city, their community. But, you know, uh, growing up in Chicago was. Good and bad, depending on where you live. For me, yeah, it had tough. It was it wasn't that tough, but it was pretty deep. But you know, good thing I had the right people in place. You know, had keep me down the right path and stuff, and made sure I was straight. You know, I mean, I seen some things, been in in between some things, and it's just glad I made it out. That's all I can say. You know what, Danny? Don't mean to make this a two on one pause. Here we go. <laughs> but Carson is also. For your historical facts, and I want you to put this in your back pocket. I ain't got no pocket. Champions, man. Oh, here All we right. go. <laughs> city of champions. Hey man, we got champions in our city too, man. We good. <laughs> 1997. Mm. Something like that? No. 91, 2, 3, 96, 7, 8, 2005. But where's the greatest franchise at, though? The greatest basketball See, franchise I mean, franchise ever. franchise is different. I mean, Duplicated, you know. Duplicated, not. Nobody could duplicate it. So, answer that question for me. I mean, baby. I can't, man. All right, enough of the double team, man. I'm in solo. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just, I just wanted to let you know and the listeners know that the Lakers is the greatest franchise ever. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, it might be. Just Hope in case too. you got a little bias since you're from Chicago and thought the Bulls was. <laughs> hey, man, I stay home. Say hello to the soldiers. <laughs> I'll move around. I know, I know bandwagon jumping. I'm, I'm here if we 0182 or 82 and 0. I'm here. Well, if you want to jump bandwagons, the bandwagon is outside. I'm driving. Uh, all right. I'll take, I got to get my steps in. I'll walk. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I, I, I'll walk, brother. I'm good. <laughs> I feel it, man. You know, I, I feel it. Man. How, how you like living on the West Coast? Way better than the Midwest, I think that much. I mean, West Coast to me, or if anybody came from over at town, is the West Coast is like a vacation type atmosphere and the good weather. I mean, Vegas is hot, but it's only for three or four months, so everybody quit saying, oh, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Three or four months. It's it's just like Chicago, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold, and that's why I'm not there. I take three or four months to heat over eight months of cold weather, so. Yeah, I feel I'm that. Cool I definitely feel that. Um, what made you? What made y'all move out here? Because we're all we're from California, obviously. We're from California. You're from yeah. Chicago or Illinois, and um, I mean those are very two different places from yeah, Vegas. Very different, you know. Chicago is very segregated. You know, I mean it's pretty much brainwashed into a lot of people's kids as they're born there. You know, you grow up and you see certain races on a certain side of town, you know, and that's all we know. So if we just go somewhere else, it'd be a culture shock for us. So, you know, like me coming out here, I moved out here in 2009, it was just like, yo, this is allowed out here? You know, I mean, it was trippy, but you know, it was like, oh, okay, it's cool. If y'all cool with it, I'm cool with it. You know, but back home, it's a little bit different story. You got some people that accept it, you got some that don't. I feel that. Big on. Yo. You know, you being from Carson, man, tell us your experience about Carson because I got my interpretation. You know, you're a little bit older than me, you know, a little bit wiser, maybe sometimes. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we grew up in two different times. So what was your what was your time like in Carson? My time like was in Carson. Excuse me. My time in Carson was like um you could kind of say the magical 80s small shorts skateboards basketball playing football playing in the streets going to the beach early ages of disneyland you know it was it was kind of a a magical place the city of carson back in the in the, in the mid 80s or early 80s okay how far is, how far is carson yeah, it's uh, technically right across 91 Freeway. Carson is uh, northeast of Long Beach, southwest of Compton. My boy Razcaz would say. Razzy. Yeah, man, shit. So I noticed that, you know, a lot of people, Vegas is a melting pot. And there's a lot of people from here from, like, Miami or Florida, my bad, uh, Illinois, California, those are the three main states. You'd be surprised, man. Like, I'll take just one one little food spot from a certain city to pop up, and you, you'll see who's from where. Yeah. You know, like, they tried to do a Herald's out here a couple years ago, and it was a, it was a, it was a huge success. They had shut down a couple of times because they ran out of chicken. And, but, you know, a franchise like that to come over from the Midwest to the West Coast like that, and, pop off right there and tell you, there's a lot of us out here, a lot of people from Chicago out here that know about that milestone. Yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm scared of you Chicago motherfuckers <laughs> when, y'all, when, when it comes to we chicken. chicken? <laughs> yeah, they start shooting. You know, it gets real. <laughs> well, yeah, man. It was such a, a, a big success, man, it that, it, that it was a failure. Exactly. It definitely was. I agree with that. 100%. You can't live up to the hype, you know, out here at least, you know. Yeah. Well, they lived up to the hype. Yeah, it definitely did. Definitely did. They prices did, but they prices, you know, I don't know, but, you know, $8 for a phone, you get a body with that one. 
Yeah, man. Have you ever been to Roscoe's? I've been, yeah. I have been there. I've been to Roscoe's maybe once or twice. Took a bike trip down there one time. Pretty I, cool. I guess that would be like California's hero, like yeah, as far as, yeah. big, you know, big Definitely. shit. You know, growing up, man. That's what I'm saying. People need to bring a franchise out here. You know, they surprised how, how much it will grow just having their own business from a different city out here. It can definitely, definitely make money out here. But I learned from, like, growing up, like, people everywhere is a little bit different. They don't have, like, the same mindset. Right, right. Or they don't have, like, the same kind of structure, depending on where they're from. So a lot of people, when they come to, a, especially a place like Vegas, where it's more diverse, right. you know, they kind of lose their home training or that original formula that might have worked in, yeah. you know, wherever might not work out here. Right. You know, and um, I just I kind of blame that on I guess you know. Well, you know, it's, Vegas got this culture thing too. You know, there's no real real culture to base it around. You know, like you go somewhere else, you can go. It could be a soul food type town. It can be a you know any type town. You know what I'm saying? A certain type of culture. You know, it's all about the culture, I guess, pretty much. Because a lot of people I know here say, "Ain't no culture, ain't no culture." It's true, but you know. So is it true? Like, growing up in Chicago, like, it was, like, really a lot of shootings back when you was growing up. Me, yeah, it was there, but it had the areas, and it was contained compared to now where it's, like, busting down a, a nest and everything just goes a certain way and infests everything else. So and that's what kind of pretty much happened once they knocked down the projects out there, thinking that was going to change things, but it made things worse. Because I want to say after maybe 2000... 10 or 11 is when things start spiking up on, on that level, like, in not a good way, you know, but like I said, I'm just, blessed, I'm just glad and blessed that I was able to, you know, make it out and move on my life about that. I mean, home is home, but I left from a distance. A, a lot of shit comes with yeah, your, uh, your upbringing. Yeah, definitely. You know, because uh, me coming up, I have a lot of positive people in my life. Yeah. So, I had Big Unk. He was like one of the people I look up to. You're and, I my, <laughs> and I had my grandfather, Big Black. Um, they all they taught me a lot of game. And I had a couple OGs yeah. that like really taught me a lot of game. So I kind of shaped my way, and I soaked in. I soaked in a lot. Right. Pause. But I soaked, <laughs> in, <laughs> I, I soaked in a lot of game, and that's kind of what shaped me to who I am today. And I think that's what we lacked a little bit is OGs. Right. But at right. the same time, I'm not going to discredit my mom and my grandma because they taught me a lot of values in yeah. life. Uh, those are the people that played a, a huge, significant part in my life. I never really looked up to that's celebrities true. and shit. You know what yeah. I mean? I looked up to... My mom, my mom, she taught me about characteristics and financial shit. My grandma taught me about character and manners. Yeah. And then, like I said, Big Hung taught me like this all kind of shit, like from a male perspective, because I wasn't, I wasn't really that cool with my dad, because he, he, to be honest, he was on a lot of fuck shit. You know, yeah. excuse my French people, but <laughs> yeah, your grandmother's listening to this man. <laughs> uh, rated R parental <laughs> advisory. Hit the censor button. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I feel you on that, because like I said even for me, I had you know what I'm saying a few figures that uh, 
looked out for me and showed me way, showed me the ways around to the right path and stuff like that. Like I had my pops. He was he was in and out. He was there for me, but you know, was really there. He he kept me in line, you know, made sure I didn't do none dumb stuff out here. As he seen as he was working as a police officer, so you know, he seen what the streets was about. I really didn't, so he's making sure I didn't was never out there. Cause you know, if I got that phone call from Cook County Correctional Facility, it's gonna be one. I better off just staying there for the weekend. <laughs> but I also had my uncle. He was uh. He was like that flashy bachelor, and that's what kind of, you know, that's kind of lifestyle I kind of want to live, and I'm kind of doing it right now, you know. Got everything lined up, organized, and just living life pretty much right now. You know what, Danny? You're welcome. Oh, here you go. He, You're welcome. <laughs> what about me? Where's my thanks, man? I'm like a big brother to you, Danny. He, he de- yeah, big uncle's like a big brother to me, definitely. You Thank know? you. But... What was you at the first? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah, because you moved, right? You moved a couple times, so you Man, got to experience a lot of yeah, diversity in different places. Well, you know? well, not really. I think the most diversity was here. Because when I had moved to Atlanta, that was just like living in Chicago in the suburban area of Chicago. I mean, it was cool, but, you know, it's the black Hollywood, you know. That's not what I want to be around. I'm, I'm, I mean, I love my people, but eh, I like the West Coast. <laughs> the I best feel, coast. I got to agree with him on that. Well, <laughs> see, uh, I, no disrespect, so don't take it as that, but nah, I think nah, the West Coast kind of turned you more so into a winner. Yeah, and honestly, it did, because when I moved out here, I moved out here by myself. Didn't know anybody, single soul, nobody. So I kind of disciplined me to learn how to do things financially on my own without really nobody guiding me, you know. So it kind of made me really grow up a lot faster than I actually did. So, I mean, which is a great thing because now I'm great with my finances. I have no issues. I'm very disciplined as far as, you know, uh, what I need, what I don't need, what's what's uh, extra, what, what can I deal with, what can I not deal with, how to make sacrifices. You know, a lot of people have struggled with that, but sometimes you got to Take things in my hand. How bad you want something, you know? You're welcome, Danny. Uh, here you go, You're welcome. My, long, my long lost uncle slash brother <laughs> since <laughs> 2009. Yeah. That's a 11-year friendship, huh? Yeah. You came to Vegas probably looking like the really like little, little brother. <laughs> oh, trust me, bro. He actually still weighs the same <laughs> as when he arrived here in 2009. Hey, so Danny aged pretty good. Hey, let me ask you, you know what calorie is? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you can see that I know what calorie you are. <laughs> yeah, nah, what? but yeah, we, we go, you know, you consider, you consider Big Unk as a, you know what I'm saying, an OG, you know what I'm saying, for, our, you know what I'm saying, for us coming up, you know, I mean, well, what y'all think OG can be about? You know, speaking of that, I'm gonna let Big Hunk start on that first. No, I'm gonna pass the mic back nah. to you. <laughs> All right. Well, see, an OG is somebody that's gonna give game. Yeah. You know, a, a, a person that's gonna correct you when you mess up. A person. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person that's significantly older than you, right. but somebody that lived through a battle and is able to teach you from that battle and kind of help you through your battle, you know? Yeah. You know, they're not going to tell you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. I agree 100%. I agree with that 100%. You know? Well, I think an OG is everything that you just painted. It looks like me. 
<laughs> Damn, we need a, statue, a, a statue of your ass, huh? <laughs> I prefer it to be in all bronze. Oh. <laughs> Big nuts. Yeah, we're going to put you on skid row. Gonna you get know? a bunch of pennies in We're going to put you on skid row, paint you right there. You know, that's a <laughs> safe place for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, for me, I think OG is almost the same thing what you said, pretty much the same thing. It's, you know, somebody that's been through hell and high water and they want to make sure you don't visit those same paths but like I said you can only talk to them and hopefully take the information in because as a young immature young man or female they won't they'll be blow it off and then they'll come back to hunt them 10 years later like oh that's what he was talking oh and by that time it's too late but at least you can still fix it while you still have time you know I mean life lessons you know definitely I think that's what we need more of because um, I see a lot of people that's misguided and a lot of people that's just doing dumb shit, you know. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, a lot of people got to take the shit in that's given to them. Yeah. I think um, everything happens for a reason, but at the same time, shit could be avoided. Okay. A lot of shit could be avoided. You know, so that's why I try to Give game. I coach football, mm-hmm. and like all my players are pretty much I started off coaching with or in high school, but I still got a good relationship with them. I'm always looking out for them, like, hey man, don't do that. That's not the that's not it. That's not right. the right way, you know. But when they are doing something good, I big them up, like, yo, good shit, man. I, I see you, woo, 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 blah, blah, you know what I mean? And you know, just give them pointers and always have that open door. They need to talk to somebody if they're going through some shit, you know. I, I hit them with, hey man, you know. I'm always here for you, you know, and this is when they graduate from high school, most of them seniors now, when they graduate from high school, I'm still going to be that, that coach, but that homie, that, that, that brother, that, that uncle, whatever, that they could look up to and I could consistently give them game to, you know? Right. I can agree with that also because I, as me playing, being a high school athlete, I also had that same situation with my coaches, like, it was a point I had graduated, everything been long gone, and I could still pick the phone up and talk to him and say, hey, what's going on? Chop it up with him as if, like, it was still yesterday, you know. But you got to have that relationship, you know, to with somebody that you're able to vent to with no problems or worries, no matter what they're saying, or how they feel about what you're saying, you know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I definitely feel that. And uh, But at the same time, you little mother mother lovers <laughs> y'all gotta y'all gotta take in the game as given i also think it's on our approach too but a lot of people they don't take in they, they're quick to fight what's given to them yeah. you know and just take the shit and sometimes just listening will go a long Man, way if you don't know what an ear can do for somebody it can do a whole lot for somebody i mean for real somebody be going through a troubling time like you don't know when it comes to situations like that people really be in positions where they are down, depressed. Sometimes they just want to talk, man. You know, that that ear goes a long way, man. I mean, just for an event to you is, is, is a huge thing for them, you know. I think that, um, and this is what we don't talk about enough in, as men, that it's okay to have your mental health in check. It's okay mm-hmm. to have a 
therapy or receive therapy. Like, you don't have to necessarily see a therapist because everybody has their own way of seeking therapy. Like, for me, like, my therapy is to be talking to you guys, to vent to you guys, to be around my boys and, you know, my lady or whatever, and really let my, my mind, set my mind free. But also at the same time, I like taking long rides, you know, just for my musical choice, windows down, you know, wind blowing, just, just driving, not giving a damn where I'm going, just going down the highway, you know, just letting all that shit that I'm going through, you know, get the off my shoulder, you know? Right. You see a gas price daddy going up, like, um, okay, time you turn around. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah, definitely, that's, that's 100% true, you know, because, like I said, it don't even have to be, like I said, it could be anything. I mean, whatever makes you feel. If you want to go have a drink or even smoke, just do it responsibly, you know what I'm saying? Don't do it in the middle of nowhere or some shit. But, you know, just do it responsibly, you know, like, like you said, an ear is always a great thing, you know, you gotta, Got to vent sometimes. Got to clean your head no matter what it is. No, Danny, I like to sing. Oh, he used God. to call me the fifth member of Boys the Men. Yeah, if you get to sing, I'm walking out. You my boy, dog. <laughs> I ain't sitting around now. <laughs> you know I'm in the singing mood right now, too. Uh, we're not in the booth, man. We're not in the booth. You already? You ladies want to hear something? Don't turn this mic up, please. <laughs> <laughs> turn me down in the mic. <laughs> what's, your, what's your therapy, Big Hunt, besides singing and Road trips, getting away from everyone else, uh, some peace and quiet, a little communication with someone who could actually listen to you versus judge you while you're talking to them. Yeah. Uh, Pray. Number one. And then listen to Little Boys and Men. Boys to men. Yeah. That's that's my therapy. We don't want to hear the great value boys to men. We want to hear the real boys to men, you know? Just saying. You calling me great value? This value is. Oh. We're going to call you the COVID version. Your R&B name is going to be Baby Lotion. All right. right, The next show, I'm going to open up singing a verse of old school R&B. Okay, we're going to hold that to the end of time. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, like I said, all in all, man, like us as men, we just got to, it's okay to receive therapy. It's okay to talk to your boys, you know, open up to your boys, you know. It's okay. It, it's really okay. Yeah, put your ego to the side sometimes, man. Ego, ego. That's our biggest problem is ego. Yeah, you know that get you in trouble sometimes. And you hear a lot of people that's older, that their ego they think they know everything, or you know their ego is so fucking high that they don't they can't be told things to. Yeah. And I think in a in a good circle, you gotta check your egos at the door. Yeah. You know it's like a good singing group. You know. Yeah, it's it's okay to admit when you fucked up. Yeah, because we all messed up in some way, or yeah. way, shape, fashion. Right. <laughs> and there's times that, you know, I had to call y'all to pick, have y'all pick me up, like, not like pick me up physically, but pick me up mentally, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's been times that y'all really helped. So, hey, thank y'all, brothers. It's only small, small fees of 9.95. <laughs> it's all right, put it on my tab. Put it on my tab. <laughs> I think that's enough. I appreciate y'all for uh, sitting in. 
with the Phyllis Podcast. And I appreciate y'all for listening with the Phyllis Podcast. And we out. Peace. Peace.